Community Matters is powered by Lakeview Ford Lincoln, downtown Battle Creek, and at shoplakeviewford.com. Thanks for joining us on another Community Matters. Richard Pyatt here, Saturdays on 95.3 WBCK and as well at battlecreekpodcast.com. So if you uh, walk into the room and you say, what did Mayor Benke just say? I missed that. <laughs> you can go back to battlecreekpodcast.com and hear the episode in its entirety. And in some cases, uh, there's extra discussion that happens on some of those episodes at battlecreekpodcast.com. And speaking of Mayor Mark Benke, here he is, our guest here on Christmas Eve morning. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas to you, Richard, and Merry Christmas, Battle Creek. And thank you, Richard, for having me again. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you know, uh, when last we spoke, the election had not taken place yet. Now, of course, it has. New commission's been sworn in. You've been sworn in, the vice mayor. Is it difficult in that moment? just before the election where you're saying, yeah, we've got these priorities coming up, but uh, I guess I'm not sure I'll be here. <laughs> That's a good point. That, that you you know, I had a couple of people stop me at Sweetwaters and he said, Mark, what will happen if you lose? I said, well, we're not going to lose. But, you know, there's always that chance. So, um, and I know this is a, a tough election for all the candidates and I'm happy with the commission that we have. Um, as you know, we elected our vice mayor at our first meeting um, in December. And Sherry Sophia, who served previously as a vice mayor, uh, will serve again. I'm very happy for her. Mm -hmm. um, Roger Ballard is our first ward commissioner in Ward 1. Uh, commissioner Morris was reelected in Ward 2, and I congratulate her. She's very hard at uh, a lot of the committees. She's probably on more committees than any other individual on the city commissions. So I really appreciate her hard, hard work. Patrick O'Donnell, um, who is very well known throughout our Battle Creek community, a KCC trustee, along with Carla Reynolds, um, would be our Ward 3 commissioner. A familiar uh, face um, in Ward 4, Christopher Simmons is returning after uh, doing some time serving in the military. And then Jim Lance was reelected in Ward 5, and we congratulate all those Ward commissioners. Our at-large commissioners are Carla Reynolds, Sherry Sophia, and Jake Smith. And I look forward to working with the commission, setting some goals. Um, you know, we, we talk about some of our priorities, but who knows? Um, we could have a new priority pop up. Uh, I, I feel that homelessness will be a big issue for the entire commission and working through some of the processes that we've established already, maybe doing some more. But um, I think the number one issue out there, Richard, is housing. Um, I really feel that um when the mega site was not announced for Marshall or Calhoun County or Battle Creek, um, and it's it's really Battle Creek because when you look at housing, a lot of the people that work at that mega site at I-69 and I-94 will more than likely be housed in Battle Creek. Right. We need roughly a thousand new uh, homes, apartment complexes, or condos in our community, and we're working towards that. Um, I was in a meeting this morning and we talked about some of the housing opportunities out there. And I'm, I'm very happy uh, to report that the Southwestern uh, Middle School, um, we have a potential buyer there. They're doing their due diligence. Um, uh, organization from Detroit that we've had contact with before, uh, Rock Solid, uh, a couple young entrepreneurs that are doing some construction in Detroit, the city of Detroit. And they've looked and uh, they've entered into an agreement uh, with uh, Battle Creek Public Schools uh, for the Southwestern Middle School. And I'm very excited for them. Um, they've got some work to do, but still it's one step further um, in the entire equation for that facility. 
We're also still looking across from the federal center uh, at a site that the city of Battle Creek purchased from the federal government. Um, we're working with a lot of the um, neighborhood partners um, in Washington Heights to position the right housing options there. And I think that's very important. It's a good uh, for the federal center and for the city of Battle Creek because they need housing too. And I think it's important that we have walkable communities and opportunities for people just to be able to walk to work instead of riding with a car. So mm -hmm. I could go on and on, uh, Richard, it's up to you, but there are so many things happening when it comes to housing. Uh, this morning, I also drove out to um, Cross Road and I was able to see the new development that we have out there with Redwoods, Redwood Apartment Neighborhoods. Um, they must be constructing at least 25 new um, apartments out there. And if you haven't been out there, I encourage you to take a Sunday drive um, out to Glen Cross Road at Southwest Capitol, turn left on Glen, Glen Cross, probably go a mile down the road and check out Redwood Neighborhood Apartments. Beautiful uh, new additions in, in Battle Creek. Yeah, uh, that developer has been uh, pretty busy around these parts. Uh, that one's going up. There's one that's been up, I think, uh, west of Kalamazoo, and another one going up off of Gull Road and um, the uh, Kalamazoo stretches. So they've obviously been focused around this region uh, to try yeah, and, and, and very, bring those Very, very well put together. Yeah. I, I don't think they have basements, but they have garages that are attached to the apartment. I think that's what people really like about it because you're able to drive in the garage and then go right into your home. Yeah, absolutely. So, and they're not cheap. <laughs> right, right. So, the the uh the concept gives you sort of a condominium kind of feel, doesn't it? Uh absolutely. But they're 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 sort and of the neighborhood looks at like that too. Yes, right. Well, I'll tell you something. The last time you were here and, and we talked about this issue, the housing issue, it's come up several times since then. And in fact, uh, uh, last week we chatted with Brenda Hunt at the Battle Creek Community Foundation, and she dreamt a little bit about about how the foundation might be able to help spur some development in that area. Of course, uh, one of her points was, you know, we have to reimagine, reinvent our downtown to have more uh, uh, more housing options too. So uh, that came up it, immediately following this discussion. We're chatting with Habitat for Humanity. They they uh, are obviously uh, have a role in in some of these options for folks. It it really is on people's minds that uh, that this is an issue and they're trying to fix it. You get that impression too? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the focus is walkable neighborhoods so that people can walk to a store, they can walk downtown, they can walk to where they work out. Uh, for instance, um, there are the thirty available lots near the Y Center, um, mm -hmm. just east of St. Philip Catholic Church, um, south of Cherry Hill Manor. There are 30 available lots that they're looking at for future development. And once again, this all became really something that we needed to focus on after the mega site um, wasn't taken by one of those big companies. Um, housing is an issue. We need at least 1,000 new homes in our community or this area to help with the uh, housing situation. I think those will be really attractive. They'll be fill-in lots. They'll be empty lots. They'll be probably bigger than the single-family home lots that are there now. But I think they'll be attractive and they'll fit in and they'll be uh, designed and architected uh, in a way to match a lot of the neighborhood in that area. So I, I know Brent is excited. I know that the CEO of the Kellogg Foundation um, is taking a leadership role in this too. And I, I'm really uh, hopeful uh, for our community, our city commission, that will be supportive of this. You talked about uh, the new commissioners. When a new commissioner is seated and sworn in, 
they don't just uh, start working in the sense that uh, they have no orientation, right? There is there are some steps involved in trying to acquaint them with the job, right? Absolutely. And after meeting on December 20th, um, we had a uh, attorney come in that gave them some advice on how uh, they should operate. Doesn't mean they have to. Some commissioners like doing their own thing, but still, there are certain things or certain laws that we need to do adhere to in the state of Michigan. The Open Meetings Act is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, at no time can four commissioners gather anywhere by themselves unless they are in a meeting. And a lot of times people don't realize that. And all of a sudden you're at a social gathering and there are four commissioners there. Well, one of them needs to duck out for a little while because uh-huh. you could be in violation of the Open Meetings Act. We have closed door sessions. There's some education there. So it's um, a very worthwhile. And I applaud our city manager, Rebecca Flurry because she really started this in 19 or 2014 when she came in and we had an orientation session with a professional that gave us some cases, studies and things that happen within a, a city um, that are important that we need to better understand. And then they give you a lot of handouts too that will assist you. So that was a good workshop for the city commission on the 20th. Well, it makes a lot of sense that uh, the folks who are elected to office on the commission, they're like you and me. We we have uh, careers, families, other obligations, and uh, we may feel we have a calling to do this, and suddenly you're there. Uh, it doesn't mean right. we know everything about what we need to know when we step in. And, and boy, that Open Meetings Act is a really interesting example the notion that all of a sudden there could be four of you in the same place and and that should set off an alarm, but not if you don't know about it. <laughs> so very important. And we learn about public comment, about um, how the public has a constitutional right to make comments at a meeting and how we need to fulfill that obligation. Sometimes we do it twice at a meeting. Sometimes we'll do it once, but uh, it's important that the public have participation in our uh, commission meetings. One other thing that uh, I'm really delighted for is our city manager has announced that their appointment of a new diversity, equity, and inclusion officer, and her name is Kimberly Holly. Kimberly should be starting here soon, if not at the first of the year. We had an equity audit last year that uh, produced some areas or some processes that needed to be improved. And I really hope that uh, Kimberly will be that person that will really educate, uh, energize, and um, make our community uh, more welcoming when it comes to diversity. And um, she's a great individual. She's done a great job at the Battle Creek Community Foundation and other organizations in Battle Creek. So that will be another big issue for 2023. And I applaud Rebecca for appointing um, someone local, someone that has ties to our community and better understands. And uh, she'll be located right there near the city manager's office. So um, that will be ground zero, I would say, when it comes to welcoming people to our community. When we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, what are a couple of examples of the focus of that position? A couple of examples of the things that that person would be involved in? Well, that's a good question, um, Richard. And I would say the best thing that we're going to probably focus on more than anything else, and it'll be an educational process, but we want our workforce to be reflective of our community. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to be honest with you, this was a little embarrassing, but um, we had a new fire rig installed at fire station number two. And this was two years ago. And they have a tradition where they, all the firefighters get behind and push the fire rig into the <laughs> into the barn or into the firehouse. And unfortunately, that day, there was not a single minority <laughs> that pushed that fire rig in. So we want that 
fire department to be more reflective. Um, and we want our police department to be more reflective of the community. And unfortunately, we have some antiquated uh, laws in Battle Creek that prevent us from doing that. So in order to achieve that, we're going to have to educate the public on what we want to do and how we're going to have to change the charter uh, in order to hire uh, more people that are reflective of our community. So it's not going to be an easy one. It may take us four years. I got to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But um, I think in the long run, it'll be better for Battle Creek and it'll provide a mechanism so that we're not having firefighters driving all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Believe it or not, we have one firefighter that lives in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, we have two that live in Ingham County, um, just because Battle Creek has a good fire department and we really take pride in um, what we do in our Battle Creek community and our police department the same way. So it would eliminate the Civil Service Commission and probably put other hiring practices in place that will be just as sufficient. Well, I'm sure so we'll, that's one one example. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'm sure we'll follow that as uh, as that progresses. But yes, and and the idea of this person, the diversity, equity, inclusion purview, is not uncommon. This is what municipalities you know. are doing now to make sure their communities are reflected. Right, and and not everyone on the commission may agree with it, but it seems as though um, all big corporations today and all municipalities are looking at more. Uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, one small example, we've already made this correction, but our city charter said the city manager shall be a he, or, you know, they thought it was always going to be a man. So oh, we had to change that verbiage. Uh, and we did that ourselves before we even um, implemented some of the new standards. But right. um, that's something that um, was set years ago. Uh, when the city of Battle Creek was created as a municipality in, uh -huh. in the state of Michigan. All right. So, well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to future conversations on uh, on that and other issues as well. By the way, you're in a new office, right? Yes, I am. City of Battle Creek, um, for a number of years, has always had their mayor's office in room 205. Just this past year, the mayor's office moved behind the city commission chambers in room 309. So if anyone would like to meet uh, me at uh, City Hall, um, I, it's not very often. This is the first time I've used this office probably in five years. Um, I have room 309 behind the city commission chambers. I'm mm -hmm. very excited for it. They repainted it and it has a nice little uh, private room that I can set. And uh, it's very nice. All right. Very good. Well, congratulations on that. Congratulations on uh, all the work that's been done in 22. And we look forward to visiting with you soon in 2023. Thank you, Richard. Have a good uh, Christmas. You too. Mayor Mark Benke, City of Battle Creek.